The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. Does the Bible say anything about Russia in relation to the end times? With Russia back in the news in a big way, many people are wondering if recent events in Eastern Europe have anything to do with end times prophecy, and if so, how. Much of the discussion has to do with an ancient prophecy from Ezekiel. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, set your face against Gog, of the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. Prophesy against him and say, This is what the sovereign Lord says, I am against you, Gog, chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. Ezekiel 38, verses 1-3. The identities of Gog, Magog, Meshach, and Tubal are the key to fully understanding the prophecy. Gog is a person. Whoever Gog is, he is from the land of Magog and is the leader of Tubal and Meshech. Some translations add Rosh to the list. And a confederacy of other nations, Persia, Cush, Put, Gomer, and Beth Garma. And whoever he is, he will have plans to attack a peaceful and unsuspecting people, namely Israel. Ezekiel 38, verses 11, 14, and 18. But regardless of Gog's plans, the Lord God is against him and will defeat him soundly. Magog is a land in the far north from Israel's point of view, Ezekiel 38, verse 15. Most Bible commentators interpret Magog as Russia, and indeed, Russia is straight north of Israel, all the way up to the Arctic Circle. According to this view, Rosh is a reference to Russia. Meshech is either Moscow or the people north of the Black Sea, the area of southern Russia and Ukraine. And Tubal, which is always listed with Meshech in Scripture, is identified as a city in Siberia or an area in central Turkey. Others see Magog as a general term used in Ezekiel's day to identify barbarians living near the Black and Caspian Seas. Regardless of the exact locations of Magog, Tubal, and Meshech, there is no doubt that the general area includes portions of Russia and the former Soviet Union and possibly some Arab countries. So, yes, the Bible does mention Russia, although not by that name, in connection with the end times. Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39 definitely refer to a nation coming from northern Asia to attack Israel. After the Cold War, Russia lost its superpower status, making the fulfillment of Ezekiel's prophecy seem unlikely in some people's eyes. However, recent events have shown that Russia is gaining strength, and many believe that the invasion of Crimea is just a first step in Russia's plan to restore its dominance in that hemisphere. It is also interesting to note that in the Soviet era, Moscow was solidly aligned with several Muslim countries in opposition to Israel. Since the breakup of the Soviet Union, Russia has continued to make overtures to the Muslim world. According to the Bible, there will come a time when Russia, in alliance with several other countries, will amass a huge army against Israel with a view to plunder the Jews' land. The nations aligned with Russia for this military endeavor are Persia, modern-day Iran, Put, modern-day Libya, Kush, modern-day Sudan, Gomer, part of modern-day Turkey, and Beth Tagarma, Armenia. Most of these nations are currently militant Islamic states with an express hatred of Israel. Ezekiel says that when the aggressors move against Israel, a few other nations, Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish, will remonstrate, as will all her villages, possibly colonies. Ezekiel 38, verse 13. Sheba and Dedan are associated with areas of northern Africa. Tarshish could be a reference to Spain, which colonized much of South America, Britain, which colonized the United States, or somewhere in eastern Africa. The objections to Magog's aggression will fall on deaf ears, however, and the invasion will continue.
Some commentators believe this war is one of the events leading up to the beginning of the tribulation. Others believe it will occur close to the midpoint of the tribulation, since Israel will be dwelling without walls, in having neither bars nor gates. Ezekiel 38, verse 11. In other words, Israel will feel secure at that time, possibly because of the covenant they've signed with the Antichrist. Either way, this battle is distinct from the battle of Armageddon, which occurs at the end of the tribulation. God promises to destroy Gog's army. I will execute judgment on him with plague and bloodshed. I will pour torrents of rain, hailstones, and burning sulfur on him and on his troops, and on the many nations with him. Ezekiel 38, verse 22. The bodies of the fallen army of Magog will be buried, but it will take over seven months to complete this macabre task. This supernatural judgment will have the effect of preserving Israel and turning many hearts to God. And so I will show my greatness and my holiness, and I will make myself known in the sight of many nations. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel 38, verse 23. Many will be saved during the tribulation, and the fulfillment of Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39 will be one means by which God will bring people to a knowledge of himself. There is much we do not know for certain about Ezekiel's prophecy, including the timing of these events. However, it is clear that Russia will be involved and will, in fact, lead an end-times league of nations to seize Israel's land. The prophet Ezekiel comforts Israel in much the same way as Moses had centuries ago. The Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. Deuteronomy 20, verse 4. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.